Corey Schweiss of the Central Rebels. And, Coach, after watching the first half, I formulated a conspiracy theory, and I want you to let me know whether or not my tinfoil hat was worth it. You were not calling plays tonight in the first half, were you? I was not. I knew it. It was Jake Bridges, wasn't it? Yes, I let Jake have it again this time. Um, it's the second time he's done it this year. He's done a phenomenal job. He's, he's going to be a really good coach, and he already is a really good coach. And, um, you know, he, he come up with some good stuff. And uh, I, did, I did make a couple calls tonight. I, I, got, <laughs> to, I, got, the, well, no, I got the run to one before half. Okay. I, it should have scored. But, uh, <laughs> the, but final, yeah. the final play? The one right before half, yeah. Okay. I, that was the one I wanted to run. We ran it here. It sh- See, Job should have pitched that. Thing. We had we had the option going down the field there. Job should have pitched that to Caden. So, wait, wait. It wasn't just a hook and lateral. There was an option built into the hook and lateral? After the hook and lateral yeah. down here, we had the option. You know, if Job cut it inside, if he'd have pitched it out to Caden, it was wide open. <laughs> but anyway, that, that was fun. It was something that kids, we've been we've done it for few years we don't get many opportunities to run it but with point four on the clock but jake yeah jake did a great job again tonight yeah and he did a good job in that game last year as well and it's kind of a different element of play calling when he comes in i uh, what the indicator for me was how quickly casey murphy gets the ball out of his hands i know you said you've been protecting casey murphy of late obviously that goes a long way to protecting your quarterback i asked you this question about this time last year i'll ask you again with the playoffs coming up now is there any thought of maybe in like a two-minute off situation something like that handing off those play calling duties especially considering now twice we've seen how successful the offense can be under jake bridges well i mean i mean we could but like we've been doing that the last two weeks i know you guys haven't covered this last two weeks but uh i mean ever since that happened to case and we i mean that's what we do we get the ball out fast we've got a lot of playmakers on the outside um so we've been running up tempo we were actually slow tonight compared to how we've been running and and uh, but it's been just like this. Uh, you know, it was built into the offense. He he did a great job. Um, but we'll probably play game game to game going down the stretch. Cannon Harlow was awesome for you guys tonight. Receiving had a couple of contested catches, maybe a little contact, not according to the officials at least, probably not according to Cannon if you ask him. But I thought he was impressive winning those jump ball situations. But also on defense at linebacker, he played a really nice game and came away with an interception too. What did you think of his performance? Yeah, he was, he was really good tonight. Uh, he did get away with that push off. Um, you know, he, he'd be the first to tell you he, he doesn't admit that very often, but he did admit it on that one. Wow. Okay, uh, that takes a lot for a receiver to admit yeah. that they commit passing yeah, appearance. Now he, he would tell you that he was pushing him too, so it was kind of a wash. But little asterisk uh, in there, that's all right. Yeah, but uh, he played well. I, I mean, he did miss a few tackles on defense, but we expect a lot out of Cannon, so we expect him to be perfect. And and um, and he played really well tonight, obviously, on both sides of football. I asked you about this last year, and even a year still later, does he still get overlooked and not enough respect when he's surrounded by talent like Casey uh, uh, Murphy at quarterback, Joe Bryant? at wide receiver across from him. Do people still not look at Cannon Harlow as a high-level football player like they should? Uh, I mean... Or is the I respect th- finally there I think he's year? starting to get a little bit of that. Okay. I, know, I know I talked to, to Coach Nagger down at Valley, and, and he, you know, he, he wasn't 100% against Valley this year and still had, you know, a lot... and still did pretty well against Valley. And, uh, you know, Judd knows... Uh, 
you know, that, that when Job and Cannon are both out there, it's a nightmare. Um, and obviously, when you have somebody to facilitate it like Kaysen, it's a real big nightmare. And then, and then you know, you can't do too much because Caden and Brayden can can both fly, and you got you got to honor those guys for sure. And and obviously, whoever we decide to put in there, whether it's Barrett or Jackson, they do enough to to keep teams honest too. So, got a lot of offensive playmakers, um, and obviously, Kaysen uh, being the trigger man, it, it makes everything look really good. A defensive playmaker for you tonight was Foster, a freshman getting in, which up until a couple of years ago when Deshaun Welsh really jumped onto the scene for you, you didn't play a lot of freshmen at that time. And even still, the ones that you have played, it's like a Joe Bryant-level freshman. What does Foster bring to the table that made you comfortable putting him into the game? Well, so Karras started the first game against Popper Bluff for us and had had a really good game. He's probably our best corner of that game. Um, and then he, he tore his MCL a little bit in that game. So he hasn't been able to play. And that was one of those guys that was out that people didn't even know about. But he was one of those guys that was out during that stretch. Um, you know, and you see tonight, like, he, he's a playmaker. He recovered a fumble, had a pick, had some good tackles. Like, he helps our defense. Like, there's no doubt he's one of our best defensive players in the back back end. And Kaysen and Job uh, both started as freshmen back there, and I feel like he's that caliber of player. Uh, you know, three years younger, obviously, but he's going to be something real special in our program. Uh, he makes us better already and a and, uh, big weapon that we got back. The only way you guys could have not had the bye about this time tomorrow night would have been, I believe, if Dexter finished one, you had lost and finished three, and St. Genevieve was in the middle without the opportunity to jump over St. Gen. Now that you have the bye, how important is it for you guys? You mentioned before when we talked pregame how injured you guys have been this season just to get that extra week of rest. Oh, it's huge. I mean, we're giving them a four-day weekend. Um, you know, we'll, we'll go three days. Next Friday, I'm going to take them to the Family Fun Center and have a little fun with them. Uh, and then we're going to lock in. Um, you know, we got a big uh, you know, big game probably with whoever the four, four or five. Well, I'm assuming if we're the one, uh, probably Kennett, and then maybe the winner of the Dexter St. Jen game. So, uh, you know, we, we're going to use this time to get healthy. We're not going to beat on them for a week and and uh you know this is the healthiest we've been uh since week one um but it's going to be good to get casing as soon as we can get casing back in the flow and actually be able to run the football like we've been the last three weeks he's played quarterback but we haven't run any design quarterback runs with him um have told him not to scramble you know we've told him you know he's he's been limited to what he can do but uh give him a couple weeks and and we're hoping our offense will get back to uh you know, opening up the playbook to everything. So that'd be awesome. He did scramble, I believe, late in the first half is when it came. Were you holding your breath as he took off down the field? No, I saw he had some space. And he he's a smart kid. He's a 32 on ACT. So, like, when he saw that room and he, he was going to go out, I knew he was going to go out of bounds. Uh, you know, he probably, if he was healthy, would have got a first down there because he would have made somebody miss because that's how good he is. But at that point, it, you know, he was just going to run out of bounds. And, and uh, you know, I think one other time he kind of scrambled around down here uh, on this end, too, and, and ended up throwing a strike down to the one-yard line. I don't know how many incomplete passes he had. I think only one. I, I think uh, – uh, he was, I think the jump ball in the corner of the end zone might have been it. Yeah, the one to I mean, Braden Berry. He, he's been absolutely perfect since he's been back. I think, you know, he's he's only – I know he's thrown in – this is the fifth game that he's played, I think, and I think in four of the five games he's had more touchdowns than incomplete passes. So uh, that's Sounds pretty, about right. That's pretty crazy. <laughs>